0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: Internets, thank you for helping us get to this incredible milestone.
2: What's the milestone?
1: Our 51st podcast.
2: Oh my God.
1: 51.
2: 51. All right. You know what that means? What does that mean? I have no idea. No, no, no. <laughs> it just
1: means 51 times Uh huh. we sat down here and we talked about our life. Yes. And we hoped it would relate to someone else listening and... I imagine that they do, ultimately. But, I mean, boom, we did
2: it. Yay for 51. Yes. Yay for 51. Well, this is 51 right now. I know, that's
1: what I'm saying. Yay
0: for 51.
1: I know. Okay. I know. So now that we've celebrated now, we have to have a moment of silence. Yes. For Haiti. (sighs) Okay. Haiti needs more than a moment
2: of silence.
1: Well, you know it is Haiti's fault, though, right?
2: Okay, I already know we're going to get into an argument.
1: Proceed, please. Haiti, by throwing off the yoke of supremacy and colonialism those 200 years ago, Haiti, you conscripted yourself to this majestic beatdown that is coming at the hands of a mechanized, fully powered supremacy.
2: Typical of you to blame the victim.
1: Yeah.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead. Haiti, if you hadn't...
1: Haiti, if you had just worn a seatbelt. Expressions of supremacy and blame the victim. Haiti, if you just had put your hands in the air properly. Haiti, if you had just complied. All right, none of this would be happening to you. But it was your non-compliance that has caused this to go on.
2: Really. Really. Really.
1: Really, Haiti. I swear to God, Haiti, if y'all would just submit to supremacy and enslave yourselves. Right. All right, then supremacy wouldn't have to send earthquakes. And hurricanes. Right. To fuck your ass up. Because look look at the Dominicans. Yeah. The Dominicans are busy pressing their... The Dominicans will take the African out of your hair. All right? You go to the Dominican salon when you want to get the Africa off your scalp. Dominicans are busy pressing their hair, lightening their skin. And they ain't got to worry about earthquakes or hurricanes from the white man. All right? See? Follow the Dominicans' lead, Haiti. And y'all will... Y'all will be fine again. Wow. Okay?
2: No. That's a lie. It's a fallacy.
1: <laughs> it's a
2: deep, deep, deep untruth. Something. Because the truth is is that Dominicans are just as messed up as Haiti. It's just hidden. It's just hidden. I'm just telling you. The misery you, of Haiti is the misery Dominican of Republic, colonized people everywhere. Yeah, well, the Dominican Republic don't bare. have to get
1: earthquakes or hurricanes Haiti put on. Haiti
2: is the lie laid bare.
1: Mm, whatever. And it's horrible. Haitians, listen to me, okay? It's horrible. Don't don't listen to Chocolate Snowflake in this instance. Listen to me <laughs> and go cross the border to Dominicans. Get your hair pressed. Oh my god! Get your they skin can't even do
2: that. Okay, not that anyone would advocate that, but Dominicans are acting like they're run by Donald Trump. They got a wall.
3: <laughs>
0: they
2: got <laughs> do all. Do they the have kinds. a wall? They got all. Well, got <laughs> I mean, it's either metaphorical, or literal. Uh, it's legal for sure. Mm-hmm. Denying people citizenship. Mm. Roping them up, shipping them across the border, Mm-mm-mm. hurting people. H e r d and h u r t.
1: This oh. makes me think of a song.
3: And you got it back
1: got bad Haiti. You got a bad Haiti. I
2: don't think that is what that song's about.
1: Okay, that's not what that song is about? Nope. Okay, alright. Nope. Right. Can we now
2: play something that's actually relevant to the topic? Yes. Okay, let's do that.
1: Okay, what? What are we gonna play?
2: I don't know, but we'll figure it out after the <laughs> podcast. And you can put it in here.
1: Oh, okay. All right. All right. We'll try that. We'll, we'll try to see if can
2: We'll find something. We'll find something relevant and good to do. Speaking of you know
1: Donald Trump.
2: Donald Trump. Well, last time we left everybody, we uh, were just about to watch the second presidential debate. Yes. Right.
1: Yes, we watched. We ordered the- dinner and we watched the debate. Yes, we did. <laughs>
0: we did. We did. We did.
1: I mean, I don't feel like I learned anything new about either of these folks. Mm-hmm. They are they're both deplorable. They're equally deplorable. Yeah. You know, it's
2: depressing.
1: It is depressing. It is depressing. And I, I always felt that Donald Trump was in this whole thing as a patsy, anyhow, mm-hmm. to I have felt that to fall well. down right at the finish line. But essentially, really, to undermine the Republican Party for at least, I mean, the they, the hole they're going to have to climb out of
0: mm-hmm.
1: for standing alongside this guy. Now, even though some guys are defecting now, like the young. Paul Ryan is starting to defect, but I feel like he already kind of hitched his wagon to Trump, anywho.
2: Yeah, and also, I mean, they defected when, you know, he said something that was ostensibly, you know, about white women, and that was offensive to all women, but was clearly a problem for, uh, you know, middle America middle class, working class, kind of people who think of themselves as decent folk, and his comments about the the woman from Access Hollywood, whatever that was, a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. you know, where he said he was going to grab her by the kitty cat.
1: No, no, he said he was going to grab her by the pussy.
2: Yes, he did say that, but I didn't really want to
1: repeat it. Okay, Thank I'm you. just wondering. I mean, this chick must have had like a really long labia for him to grab her by the pussy like that.
2: You know, I really don't care to speculate. You yeah. know? I think that's kind of beside the point.
1: I mean, she has to have a long leaving no. because he's got super short fingers. No. Okay.
2: Nope, we're not going to discuss that. We're not even going to? Nope, nope, Okay, not, fine. Because I'm not down with objectifying. <laughs>
0: nope. <laughs> grab nope. Grab her by the pussy. not going to
2: happen. Man. And I know the perfect song to play right now.
1: Okay.
4: Ladies, the song is going out to you. It's dedicated to all the ladies, but it's for the men. Ladies, we got some power down here. We got to take back the night. Do you know what I'm saying? We got to take it back. This is ours. So listen up, everybody. I'm like a wrestler. Glitter, sprinkles, rainbow fluff, and all sorts of other kind of mystical stuff. is hidden in my vagina. vagina. It's, it's a piñata, so, so divine, And there's a power so deep within that plot. A force, that's a try. Control I cannot. It's an avalanche of energy. Let's unleash that mystery. If you wanna see the magic within, rub it with your one and let the magic begin. Say the magic words that I want to hear. Not ever cause that shit is not real. Get me by my entrance like a bowling ball. And roll, roll me to, to the bedroom, bedroom at the end of the hall. Turn off the lights now or take off your pants, cause you're about to learn what happens when this pussy enchants. My pussy is magic. My pussy is magic. Magic, magic, magical My pussy is magic My pussy is magic Magic, magic, magical mighty magic power captures everything it touches You can't get away once you're trapped within its clutches Maybe someday you will be able to decipher The mystery around the dark hole so many died for The mystery is simple, it involves your dick! But pussy doesn't fly around right upon a boob stick You only need to let me in to do it real quick When dipping you will slip into a cursed pussy addict It's holographic, orgasm, orgasmic, wholly organic So there's no need to panic A controllable climate in this warm lake of privates But don't piss it off while yelling curse
5: black magic
4: And you don't want that, no You don't want that Don't be afraid of what you don't understand Get ready for a journey to a mesmerizing land
3: Okay, that was the perfect song.
1: That was the perfect song. That was the perfect song right there. Thank you, thank you for being patient with us, internet.
2: You're welcome for saving you from that
1: debacle. All right, all right, all right. So, all right, we've learned nothing new about Donald Trump or Hillary Clinton. You know, I'm still, you know, either going to throw my vote away on Jill Stein or Shirley Chisholm. You know, whichever humor I find myself. At this myself point,
2: in. Shirley Chisholm is looking like the more viable option, frankly.
1: Man, I I I did a vote on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, the other day, and I said I said black people who follow me, and I was hoping only black people would do the voting, but you know, you know how sometimes Spanish people be trying to be black. Um, no. Behind, no. no, Spanish VV. people be trying to be black, but don't be really trying to be black, like. Like, if the guns came out, Spanish people would be like, no, nah, I'm Spanish. I'm brown. You but when you're talking about rap music, oh, y'all, yo, I'm, I'm with the people. I'm black. i are nah. talking about
2: rap music. That's how everybody is.
1: Everybody be trying to be black. But people be trying to be black. Like, like no, nah, I understand your whole thing. I understand that whole blackness thing.
2: That's, that's the function of rap music now. It is popular music, and it allows people to put on a mantle. You
1: do me a favor
2: Latino people that listen, this, that listen to this that listen to this podcast. But that's Brown not right. people.
1: Latino people. Come on, black
2: Indian and brown people. Indian people. No no no, people no, 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 no. Brown interests.
1: people. Brown people. When I say brown people, I mean somebody who knows in their heart of hearts yes. they call themselves brown. Yes. Because they don't wanna face the full subject of being black. Stop trying to front that black shit. Okay, brown people. Is not the same thing. Black and brown is not the same. And as a respectful brown person you should acknowledge that. And you should be like, yo, you know what? You're right, I'm brown. Because if I had a choice to be closer to white, I would.
2: First of all.
1: Alright? That's, that's, that's all, not all I'm true. saying, brown people. Just that's keep it one thousand.
2: That's true. That is not true. Keep
1: it one trillion, brown people.
2: I'm too tired to fight with you today. <laughs> you were just yeah. wrong, wrong, okay, wrong. I got you wrong, in the right space, and I wrong, got you. Wrong, wrong. I got you in the
1: right space, then, because now oh, you can't man. stop my. You can't stop my. Yes, rent. I can.
2: So listen, just to go back to Haiti for a minute. There's a local cafe here in, in Brooklyn that's accepting like emergency relief fund because I'm a big believer in you know doing something when you can do something and something real and something meaningful. Okay. So the first day, first, what is it? Red Cross. First aid, whatever their thing is, is mm, a complete joke. Army. Yeah, it's all a complete joke. The mm. money isn't going to the people. It's hard. And it's it's just, once again, people profiting off of the, the backs of, of, of black misery, frankly. Um, but there is a, a cafe in Brooklyn called Cafe Louverture, which is in Bed-Stuy. It's on the corner of um, Nostrand and... I want to say Hank.
0: Okay. You know, um, and
2: they're doing a Haiti. Notion
1: and Hancock? You I mean think that's right? What down the block from Voodoo Cafe yes. Voodoo, or was it or was it the former Cafe Voodoo, that's now Cafe Loubatoul? No, Cafe, Cafe Loubatoul.
2: Cafe Voodoo was on
1: Cafe <laughs> Cafe
3: Voodoo,
2: no, it's like Club Voodoo, whatever the hell it is. That's yeah, on yeah, Nostrin and like Halsey. Right. Anyway, if you're in Brooklyn, you know where it is. You know what I'm talking about. Cafe. Donations that are going directly to people Mm -hmm. um, in Haiti. And it doesn't have to be money. It can be canned goods. It can be clothing.
1: Mud pies.
2: Anything that you can imagine someone in dire straits might need. That's
1: right. That's right. And y'all know... The folks in Haiti will eat tree bark. So.
2: Antrops is three ninety two halsey. If you want to bring some loose leaf eye, paper for the people to bring eat. Some stuff
1: for them. Yeah, bring they will eat loose leaf. Do not leaf listen paper. to
2: Dallas Penn. All right? <laughs> Do not bring loose leaf paper.
1: They will eat Do not bring they mud will
2: pies. Eat. Do not bring colorism. Do not bring outrageous statements. Just bring love in your heart and something real and concrete that people can use in states of emergency. They need water, they need food, they need clothing. They need first aid supplies. That's what they need. All right, fine. Okay. Fine. Okay. Fine. Good. I'm glad we got that settled. What's next? <laughs> you wanted
1: to talk about some some <laughs> books you read. I Yo,
2: I need a new book to read. I just finished reading a really good book, and I'm I'm looking for my next my what, next read. You what know, you I read? like to read. Would you read? I read two books, actually. Um, the first read? one, Underground by Colson Whitehead, okay. which actually I thought of you because it's a fictionalized retelling of the Underground Railroad mm-hmm. as told through this young teenage girl, Cora, who um, attempts to escape through the Underground Railroad. And what made me think of you was that uh, in the story, it's actually a railroad. And mm-hmm. you often talk about how when you were a kid, you actually thought it was a railroad, like underground. Yeah, and right. and in the, in the book, part of what's... Kind of the magic of it is, is actually there's stations underground, like subways dotted throughout the south in each line. Some of them are connected, some of them not No one knows where they go, but at appointed times, like a rickety train comes whistling through, and they're engineers and they, you know, take you to various stops along the Freedom Trail going north.
0: Mm. I,
1: I remember going into a stop on the Underground Railroad in, in, a, in this neighborhood in Queens. And it was right off of the water, and, yeah. and people would get brought there. And I was like, I, I was mystified because we went to like this basement, yeah. And um, the the headroom was so low, and I thought to myself, man, how the hell does a train get down here? <laughs> like, man, this underground railroad, man, I don't so, know how they. I, and I'm just trying to imagine what kind of car they use. And I figured it was you. You've seen the pictures of the old Western, and they uh-huh. had that guys are on that that yeah. car with the pulleys. Yeah, and I'm sorry, not the pulleys, the levers, and then go. Yeah. And I'm like, man, what? You know, what rail car are they using right. to transport these people? Because, man, it must be tiny. And um, so as I got older, I learned that it wasn't right. actually uh, a Well, railroad. in the
2: book, it is actually a railroad.
1: Good. Good. Um, Thank you, Colson Whitehead.
2: Really, really good book. Really Mm -hmm. good. What else did
1: you read?
2: And then I read this book called Cupboard Full of Coats by this author Yvette Edwards. And that's about, it's actually connected in a weird way to Underground Railroad. Because it's about grief and this family in London, this uh, woman whose family's from Jamaica. And this man kind of appears in her life and brings back this whole backstory that slowly unfolds kind of in reverse time. So you understand why she is the person that she is when she started, when the book starts.
1: Does she say at any point in the book, blood clot?
2: No, she does not. Bomba Ross!
1: Nope, doesn't say that either. I don't know if she's really from Jamaican.
2: Okay, well you can take it up with the author. But um in the meantime, uh, what's interesting about Ross. it... Ross! is that it was really, um was very moving and affecting, and it was about the relationship between mothers and daughters and, and how trauma and grief passes from generation to generation, which mm. is, in a way, what the Underground Railroad, Underground was about, but in Colson said as well. Different context, different history, but the similar thread through which had to do with the particular traumas of being um, displaced mm-hmm. and subjugated
0: mm-hmm.
2: and perseverance through that, but also the cost of that mm-hmm. and how that unwittingly gets transferred from generation to generation.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and it sounds, I mean, they weren't depressing. L- Underground just, was hard let me just to read, but it wasn't, that it wasn't a, depressing. That but,
1: I'm um, going back to the Central Park Five,
3: yeah,
1: when that case first came out and and these five kids were profiled
3: mm-hmm. I knew
4: in
1: my heart I knew in my mind I said no way did these five kids from Harlem commit this crime.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: One because I knew that if not all of them, the majority of them were raised by loving mothers, mm-hmm. loving, protective mothers. Mm-hmm. Because, again, internets, at this time in New York City, the late 80s, early 90s, um, the city is just under siege uh, from the proliferation of crack cocaine. And for these five kids to have been together, or or in terms of they weren't even together, they were strangers called together. But I just said, man, five dudes together, five kids mm-hmm. together, that are not selling crack are not out here raping women. They're they're protecting each other. Right. They're protecting each other so that they you know, that they can kind of survive sure. their neighborhood. And um just the lessons that are passed down, you know and my, and my parents never told me. They never told me, "Hey, boy, when you go out into the world,
2: don't do that." Right?
1: Don't don't whistle at a pretty white woman. Right. But the knowledge certainly was passed down. Whether whether it was set or up, mm-hmm. maybe I was maybe I was told the story of Medgar Evers mm-hmm. or or other people who were you know like similarly accused of things and then and then killed. Right. But um, I I just feel like th- this is something that we know. You know, man, listen, don't you certainly don't. Perpetrate a crime against a non black. <laughs> That's you so wrong. Right. It is wrong. It That's is wrong. So it's wrong. crazy. It's crazy. But it's you, so wrong. you don't class color line or class line when you're doing crime. And if you do that, man, you don't do it with a group. Man, you better do that on your own on mm-hmm. some crazy crackhead shit. Anyhow, anyhow, it's just. Okay,
2: you just went
1: way off. No, 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 no. no. The idea of, of knowledge and grief and suffering kind of being transferred across generations
2: into unspoken lessons and things that you know just aren't supposed to happen
1: what kind of of transmission do you think happens for a person right now uh a descendant of haiti what do you think goes through their mind
2: Well, i think that the lessons that they learn i mean i don't know it's hard to say i imagine it's loss because there's loss of your people right just through sheer numbers the people that have died from neglect essentially from the world and and not just neglect but systems that were set up to continue to block haiti's ability to flourish as an independent nation right so they can't clothe their people they can't they don't have systems to help them when disaster strikes strikes and they don't have money, right, as a nation. So it's not just neglect, but it's deliberate sabotage, basically. And that leads to people being lost. And so that means there are holes in your That means there's holes in your history. Grandmothers and grandfathers and aunts and uncles and cousins and babies and elders that don't get to inform your history. They're shadows. They're ghosts. Mm-hmm. The absence of them can weigh as heavily even if you never knew them, Mm -hmm. as anything. There's a loss of intellectual capital. There's a loss of financial capital. I imagine it makes people strive harder, but also not know what they're maybe necessarily striving so hard for. It's just a compulsion, perhaps, to make up for a lost ground. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I can imagine that that might be part of what happens. I think that's kind of a bit of the history of displaced and subjugated people all over the globe. I think it's certainly part of the history of black people.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Do you know where you're going to? Do you like the things that life has shown?
1: Something too. You gave me an article to read about uh, the transparency. Oh
2: man, you did not read that article.
1: I read that I article. Can't, I can't talk to you about. I that. read that. I read that. <laughs> Internet's some vegan.
2: Ay, ay ay. You did not read the article. Some
1: vegan dude goes into this, joins uh, the workforce in this meat packing plant,
2: mm-hmm.
1: so you can expose the corruption of the meat industry. Mm-hmm. And um, and CS was hoping that this would get me to say, all right, forget eating meat.
2: Actually, no, that wasn't what I was hoping. Although I do think you could eat less meat. I think it would be healthier for you if you ate less meat. Mm. But that wasn't what I was hoping. What I was hoping was that it would mean that you would make better meat choices. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I, I think I think someone on the internet <laughs> is saying pause to all of this, and I appreciate whoever did that. I felt that pause on on my behalf. Look,
2: I mean, it costs more, but there is meat. The article was in the Times last Sunday, and it talked about essentially the same things that we've heard if you ever read like Upton Sinclair, but basically factories, meat factories, and how there's no FDA oversight. There aren't inspectors. You know, on site, they're not in the factories, the FDA and the the industry is super cozy and they have these deals that basically mean no one's minding the store. Mm. And so this really like, I mean, aside, set aside the issue of how the animals are treated and whether or not they're killed humanely. Some people care about that. Some people don't, but just the quality of the meat what they wrote about was so appalling and disgusting. Diseased, pus-filled, molded, like stuff that you wouldn't feed to a stray dog.
1: Deliciousness, really.
2: Ugh. All of Ugh. that
1: sounded like deliciousness to me. Ugh.
2: Really? Okay. Everything so you said right go, there. Let's go in the alley behind our building and let's go rummage and let's go make a meal out of that.
1: Let's go to a meat packing plan Mm -hmm. and let them do it. Let the experts... As long as it's
2: wrapped in like a nice package, it's okay. That's
1: right. Let the experts are taking diseased flesh and making it tasty. Let them do what they do. (laughs) Let them them cook.
2: I'm not stopping them from doing what they do. So that I may cook. I'm saying you can choose better for yourself. Eat clean meat. If you're going to eat meat, eat clean meat.
1: Eat clean meat. It tastes
2: better. Okay, that needs a major pause.
1: <laughs> eat clean meat. I, I just think that's that's one of those life rules that anyone could live by right there. You know, whatever your lifestyle, whatever your appetite,
2: yeah, you eat, eat clean, clean meat. meat. Okay. Yeah, pretty much. Okay, pretty that's much. our new slogan. Can we make that, that no, into that's a t shirt? No, that's not
1: our new slogan. No, no, right? I
2: think we need to make that into a t shirt. Hashtag <laughs> eat clean meat. Eat
1: clean meat.
2: <laughs> so, speaking of your. Uh, of uh, the Central Park Five, which also played into the debate the other night, but um, I saw the other day that um, one of the members of Central Park Five, who I believe is a friend of yours, at least a Facebook friend, Raymond Santana, had launched a new fashion line Yes. called Park Madison NYC. Mm-hmm. And I just thought it was really great because his whole life was interrupted and this was something he had apparently been interested in before, fashion design and, and stuff. And so he finally got to do... Got to do what he wanted to do and and I'm revive some part so of his dream. I'm
1: so happy for those for those young men. Mm-hmm. I'm happy for them. Uh, they are truly they when I talk about heroes. They're guys that I look at as heroes of mine because mm-hmm. um, the weight, the entire weight of the city of New York, probably even the nation, was put on their shoulders, and uh, to a man, they they survived it,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and it was just. Like, I gotta tell you something. The last time I got arrested, I'll be honest with you, I don't know how I don't know how I dealt with that shit when I was younger. But I guess when I was younger, I just was fucking stupid or whatever. But um, it, it's just such an inhumane uh, process going through the bookings, mm-hmm. going through the system. You look around, and, and I'm inside this cell, this holding cell, with absolute dregs. You know every all kinds of different people, but all dregs, and there I was, with the realization that oh shit, I'm one of these dudes in here.
2: Can you imagine what it's like? You're a grown man, and that was intense and awful, and it was over. You know, can I imagine what it was thinking? like for
1: fifteen. Can you imagine
2: if you're fifteen, fifteen 14, year old, 16, sixteen year old dudes, and you're thrown in with these people that are. No child should be around, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you're stuck, and mm-hmm, you're scared, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and the whole system has been designed to make you feel like you are insignificant, and no one's ever gonna find you here. Yeah, I mean that's the whole purpose of it. There was a story recently about how they did the study um, about New Jersey and, uh, and all juveniles. the juveniles that
1: they have in adult right, prisons. And how like
2: eighty-five percent of them are? No, 90% it wasn't. It was
1: ninety. It was over ninety percent were black and, and Latino. Latino. Okay.
2: Okay, and so and this is part of this prison pipeline, and we were actually just watching this the other day on the Thirteenth Amendment documentary on Netflix. Oh
1: yeah, yeah. By Ava Duvernay. If you can stand the internet, you watch Thirteenth Amendment. All of this stuff, man, harkens back to what James Baldwin says: If you are black and you are conscious, you are on the edge of insanity. quoting him verbatim but that's basically
2: we're on the edge of sanity because the insanity is racism the insanity is the structure
1: the in, the insanity like. is the insanity is not running out the door and <laughs> whiling out
2: well let me just give a plug to dude's website ParkMadisonNYC.com. Yes, com.
1: yes, yes. Because was that what this dude? We we, we were just escaped. we were just trying to holler <laughs> at our sponsors real quick. Park Madison ParkMadisonNYC
2: Park Madison Park, NYC. Park Madison NYC. NYC constructs a lifestyle collection with a rebellious and shh. I never know how to pronounce this word. Chic, 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 chic. Attitude, chic. For the outcast who levels up mm. through style. All right. Men's wear clothing line. All right. Okay. So uh, big ups to our friend Raymond Santana.
1: Yes, indeed. Yes, and indeed.
2: Park Thank Madison, you, NYC. Thank you, Thank you for uh, sticking around.
1: Thank you. And
2: surviving.
0: Thank and you. And thriving.
1: Thriving, thriving.
2: Thriving. Big up to everybody who's
1: thriving. Yes. you yes. enjoyed the Solange album. What's the name of the Solange? Solange album? Um, I don't A know. I just, A seat at, at the table. seat at the table. All
2: I can think about is this one song. Sp- don't touch my hair. Okay, Although I Cranes you, is the one that's popping right now.
1: Yeah, I thought you was gonna. I thought you was gonna talk about Cranes.
2: I do like Cranes, but actually, "Don't Touch My Hair" has been kind of on repeat.
1: Okay. Okay.
2: <laughs> but uh, no, I like Cranes. I like. I like the album. I mm-hmm. like the album. It's um.
1: I, I like to say it's, it's serviceable. Serviceable R and B. All right. I from, think it's more than service. From an artist, I mean, hold on, from someone who, you know, you didn't have any high expectations from, <laughs> anywho, no shots, no shots at Solange, I mean, you just, you didn't, you didn't expect anything, and it's like, oh, really, oh, well, okay, well, I'll, I'll be honest with you, there's a song on there that has a Lil Wayne uh, feature, Lil uh-huh. Wayne verse, uh-huh. and I feel like that's one of the best verses Lil Wayne has done for his career. Is he sober? I think so. He Not only is he, is he sober, but he's so sober, he's about to get his money back from uh, Birdman. Wow. He's that sober. He's focused. Good for him. Yeah. He, so. was,
2: he was lost in the syrup for a while.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. He's come out of that. So. Okay.
2: Well, good for him.
1: Yeah, that was like the best Lil' Wang verse I had heard forever.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, no, I enjoyed it. I liked it. I, I think it's more than serviceable. I like the juxtaposition of... What she talks about, the lyrics and the kind of like light airy vocals, it's it's almost like it's a little bit like a Trojan horse. Like she's talking about unexpected things, but they have this different sound mm-hmm. than you would expect for what, if you read the lyrics, might be deemed. It's not really a protest song, but it's definitely commentary, social commentary. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. Well, she certainly she certainly loses the interlude, uh, the interstitial yes. part of the album as as social commentary for yes, sure,
2: for sure. For sure. For sure, and um, and you know some of the the some of them are, are bumping. Okay, but I like cranes. Eat I like cranes. don't touch my hair. Cranes is
1: hot.
2: Cranes don't is hot.
6: Don't touch my hair. Don't touch my hair. When it's the feelings I wear. Don't touch my soul. When it's the rhythm I know, don't touch my crown, they see the vision I've found, don't touch what's there, When is the feelings I wear, they don't know. I
1: And it's this week I, I went back to my day job
2: You did
1: You know the foot is First healed time. Up enough Not totally Not totally closed But healed up enough that um, uh, I needed to get Well I needed to get back to my day job Anywho just so that when I Did have a job to go back to They didn't have me jammed up Work In an in a office with no windows Work so um, I don't know if if you guys follow me on the IG but or, or the Twitter but I mean a few months ago about six months ago I had this job interview within my within my uh, within my job for another position and I finally got the call so work. I took it. yay I took work. it and uh, yeah now it's now it's back to work <laughs> back on my <laughs> but grizzle this is the
2: first time back since you we had you had the foot infection yeah at, since, the since the end of June so yeah. it's been months
1: it's been months, months how are you
2: feeling about your reentry into the work day world
1: um I'm happy to be back yeah. i'm happy to be back and i I'm happy to um, I'm happy to have a job first of all yeah um because uh I was my job had been driving you crazy yeah <laughs>
2: You mean your job being a sick person? <laughs> uh,
1: so now I can now I can do that to some other people. Uh huh. You know. So well, I'm,
2: I'm I knew happy. you were going stir crazy, being kind of tied up. You know, not being able to move around because you are a fellow who likes to move around.
1: You know, like to make my little my little habitual uh, yes. rotations around the city.
2: You're still not at full strength,
1: though. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm still not 100. But but I'll get there. And uh, you know, we we continue to stay on this program that we're on, and and uh, I'll be better. Well, you're looking good. Thank you. Thank you're you. I'll be good. I'll be better. When I'm 100, I'll be a better 100 than the previous 100. Which, I like that. Which ultimately probably wasn't even 100, was no, it? No,
2: I think it was 50.
1: See, look at that. Look yeah. at that. No, it was more than 50. 50 is no. 50 is not even operable.
2: Well, it was you probably, were probably about 70. It was probably
1: about 70. Well, then, no. no, I wasn't. No. Yeah, that was. No. I'm talking about no. when I was 100 and I thought I was 100.
2: Oh, when you I thought wasn't you 100. were
1: 100. Right. You were probably at 70. I was going to say yeah. something But then it fell. And then dipped even further, went yes. down below fifty. Yes, I was probably thirty-three percent interest. Thirty-three, not even maybe not even, maybe twenty percent. You were in low power mode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no, no. When that infection was at full power, I was <laughs> done. I was done, done, done. You can
2: laugh about it now.
1: I was done, done, done. So we're back. We so are back, back. And, and I'm just happy that we've been consistent over the last several uh, episodes. Mm-hmm. You know, just talking to our folks out there, and thank you. Everyone who has gone back into the archives and I've seen they've reposted um, on episode, episode 3, episode 21.
2: Yay! I know. Uh, they've been getting a little burned.
1: Yeah, 42. That's exciting. Yeah, it's, it's, it's dope. It's dope. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, thank Los you for internetos sticking with us. Thank
2: our Thank you internets. for sticking with us. Our internets. So I need some book recommendations because I finished my books. Okay. So if anyone out there has read a good book recently that you think I would enjoy, Hit me up on Twitter. It's C H O C underscore Snowflake on Twitter. Okay. Or at the Newly Podcast also on Twitter.
1: Give us also some music recommendations. Should I open up this Travis Scott album?
2: Ooh. You, you know I like
1: nice. you know I like that kind of stuff. You know I like um
2: what were you bumping on the way to work to get you in the, in the headspace on your commute? No, I know I'm, you weren't listening to Solange. <laughs> yeah,
1: and no, I'm actually listening to some really old stuff. I'm listening to some brass construction.
2: Oh. Yeah. I don't even know what that is. I sound like yeah. I do. Some I old people
1: music. Old people stuff. Yeah. All right, yeah. But I want to listen to some young people stuff. So, yeah. young people, if, <laughs> if there are any young
2: <laughs> Okay, but can I make a request? If there's
1: anybody listening to this can podcast under 50 years old. No
2: young thug, please.
1: No Young Thug? No. I listened to the Young Thug album. I, I couldn't connect I, to it. Well,
2: this is what I'm saying. No Young yeah. Thug.
1: Yeah, I tried I to. I wanted to. I wanted to connect to it. It's meh. I, the best song on a Young Thug album is that Harambee joint. Mafia! Hitmakers. Hitmakers.
0: Yeah, P. Gang,
1: bitch. You know what I'm saying?
5: Level up. Yeah, that Gang. Bitch. Bad beat beat 'em with the bat. Hashtag that. that yeah. I call a new jacket. Yeah, yeah, bitch, I got a blue jacket. Yeah, I'm uh, uh, in that cash talk. I got a new house you wanna get in. I need a black hole 225 on the dashboard, take skin, burn, a daddy nigga. Stack it up and take care of your daughter, nigga. Stack it up and take care of your son, nigga. Stack it up and take care of the morning. You knew I ran it all by myself, and now your bitch And drinking corn, aid My diamonds yellow like a Girl. Got some healers all over my club, Hey, girl, I know you love me. Love me. I know, I know, I know you love me. You love me. Connect I don't
1: to it. get it. Damn, damn, I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't, I don't get, get it. it. Maybe, maybe. But I'm,
2: I'm willing to get other stuff.
1: Yeah, maybe, just, maybe we just can't get it. Maybe, maybe we just can't, just can't get it. Maybe that's true. That's All right, we just can't. I'm fine with not getting it.
2: Yeah. From Young Doug. you can
1: get it from me. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Internet, Internets, We don't like to hold your ears hostage, and we we ran over a little bit today. But um, uh, thank you. For sticking with us for this little run right here. And uh, keep it locked. It's the Newlyweds Podcast. Yay!
2: Thanks buddy, for joining us. With your buddy Dallas
1: Penn and your girl, Chocolate Snowflake. We're here. Catch you on the next week. On the next one. On the, on the, on the, <laughs>